Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sheena, and I am incredibly grateful that you decided to tune in today. In the What's Happening Now segment, Beyonce took over Vogue, and I am so excited. So I'm talking about her write-up on herself and how it relates back to everyday black life. In self-care, I want you to stop shrinking and show up fully as yourself with three quick tips on how to do just that. Finally, in Black Excellence, the spotlight is on a woman who is the epitome of Black Excellence, and I can't believe I haven't spotlighted her yet, Oprah Winfrey. Well, there are no friend hosts this week, so grab your tea and let's talk. Segment one, what's happening now? It has been a while since I've recorded. Had plans to record a week or so ago and just didn't feel inspired enough by the content I wanted to share, so I didn't record. There's been a lot going on uh, in the news that the question that arises is, where does one even start to cover all of this? Honestly, I ask, do I feel the need to dampen not only my own spirit, but that of my listeners to rehash what we are all aware is going on? We are bear witness to some very bleak times in modern history. It's something that some of us probably never thought we'd see. I realize that things are cyclical. Events of past usually come back around and manifest themselves in a different way with the same underlying theme. However, we're not far removed from the horrible racist acts of the 50s and 60s. Racism in America never went away. It only turned into microaggressions and away from its overt, blunt acts. We are always witnessing some of the most racist acts of this century taking place in America. It isn't only happening to black people, but now our brown brothers and sisters are experiencing it too. Our Muslim brothers and sisters are experiencing it. It's bigotry's last gasp to try to hold on to the little power it has and maintain the status quo. What makes me not as nervous about it at all is that there are many more people in America of all backgrounds who are fighting it big time. These people will not allow bigger tree to win, but instead will ensure that power is ceded to all of us, that basic rights are afforded to all of us, that humanity is seen in all of us, 
that life is granted to each of us. That's what make it all bearable at this point. We all are well aware of what's happening right now. The crisis at the border resulting in extreme trauma against some of the youngest migrants who have been torn away from their parents, rapes, sickness, drugging, all happening in our detention centers. One child now dead of an illness contracted while in detention, no medical care given by the facility administrators. The child turned over to guardians died within a week. You know what's happening. I'm not rehashing on this episode on the latest in the Trump administration. Just know that they are still wreaking havoc on the world. So let's talk about what's really important. Beyonce. Anna Wintour gave Beyonce full control of Vogue September issue and it is glorious. I picked up my copy earlier this week and fawned over the beautiful shots of B taken by Tyler Mitchell. The 23-year-old photographer is the first African-American to shoot the cover for Vogue in its 125-year history. I cannot believe it took 125 years for them to get a black photographer, but whatever. He is also the youngest person to shoot the cover. Both of these milestones were made possible because Beyonce, with complete control, chose to have him shoot her as a way to give someone else an opportunity where they otherwise may not have had one. In his interview with Vogue, Mitchell stated, quote, for so long, black people have been considered things he adds, we've been thingified physically, sexually, emotionally. With my work, I'm looking to revitalize and elevate the black body, end quote. And revitalize and elevate the black body, he is absolutely doing with the beautiful photos he shot of Beyonce and others in his past. The raw, pure aesthetic that he captured of a near bare-faced and natural hair-wearing Beyonce is just beyond beautiful. One thing that really gets me about Beyonce tapping in for him for this issue is that she understands the importance of reaching back and bringing others along. I think that's an important message that we all should take into consideration. What has given me such joy over the past couple of years is the number of people who are making space in their respective industry for others who would otherwise be shut out. Look at Ava DuVernier and what she's done with Queen Sugar. She ensures more women directors get a chance by giving different women an opportunity to direct episodes of the show. She isn't resting on her laurels and deciding that she pulled herself up so others need to do the same. Instead, she says, look, I'm here and I don't see many who look like me here. So I'm going to send out a clarion call for them and pull them in too. That's something that I really want to touch on in this episode. Bringing more people in the mix when you make it. For too many years, especially in corporate America, we have seen just one of us make it up. Then if someone else who looks like us appears to be coming up behind us, we will try to block them out in some way. As if more than one of us can't be in that space at one time. I really do not get it. I see it often in black women and it was absolutely unfortunate when I've seen it. There was this crabs in a barrel mentality that we must keep others from reaching the same heights we reached. 
That's such a horrible way to approach life. I'm grateful that this is coming to an end and we're seeing more and more of us saying, listen, I'm here and guess what? You can be here too. That's what I'm talking about. If you find that you're the only one in a room and you know there are others just as talented that should be there too, let it be known and do what you can to help bring them in too. We need that diversity of thought, ideas, creativity, and voices in these rooms across industries and fields. It can't be limited to the arts and entertainment. We need to see it more in business, entrepreneurship, medicine, law, you name it. That's how a community shifts. Beyonce giving this young, talented photographer a chance is what it's all about. She has much power, so much power in this industry as one of the most powerful and influential artists right now. And she's using that to transform lives. Leverage your platform. Don't be afraid to hold the door open for others to come in when you make it into a room. There is such an important thing that I want. This is such an important thing that I want every listener to remember. We need to end the crabs in a barrel mentality and truly help each other continue to climb and see the best manifest from there. In sticking with Beyonce's write-up in Vogue, she also wrote about her post-twin spotty. In Vogue September issue, she wrote, quote, I think it's important for women and men to see and appreciate the beauty in their natural bodies, end quote. In an era where there has been become more of a focus on body positivity and ensuring people are able to be comfortable within their own skin, B is reminding the world that she has birthed two babies at one time and is just fine with the curves they left her with. This comes after many rumors were floated around the internet that she was possibly pregnant with child number four. Unfortunately, too many fail to realize that not everyone loses every single pound gained during pregnancy, so may still carry a little bit of a pouch. Not to mention, women often bloat during their cycle, which makes our bellies look like we're pregnant when we're not. How about not always jumping to conclusion? and assuming pregnancy because a woman isn't sporting the perfect six-pack. I'm a health advocate and believe in people ensuring they are in the best health possible. But that doesn't mean I'm for anyone body-shaming people because of their size. We are who we are, and we should be comfortable in our skin. Beyonce reminds all of us that not everyone has a snapback body after giving birth, and that's perfectly fine as well. We need more of that in this culture, where people at times take extreme measures to have a certain body shape, even after birth. Besides, B lets it be known that whenever she wants, she can grind it out in the gym and have a slimmer build back whenever she wants to have it. Speak on that, queen. There was something in that Beyonce, uh, something that she wrote in that article in Vogue, and that's her issues related to childbirth with the twins. We are all aware of her struggles to get pregnant with Blue Ivy, but what happened around the twins is something that we are seeing at unparalleled rates all around the United States. That's a shocking number of black women who experience life-threatening medical conditions following childbirth. This is a familiar story because it's one that tennis legend and goat Serena Williams provided about her own harrowing experience following the birth of her daughter. Beyonce discusses her toxemia, emergency C-section, one month long bed rest, and the danger her and her twins were in. 
Serena talked about her hematoma following the birth of her daughter that she noticed while she was yet still in the hospital. Her asking for help at first receiving none, then finally getting an emergency procedure only after pushing them to action. These are two of the most powerful, influential, wealthy, and well-known black women in America who still experienced what so many others experience around the country, some of whom aren't as lucky to finally have someone listen and help them, some who lose their lives, ultimately, to childbirth. Beyonce and Serena's stories did something that needed to be done. It shed a spotlight on the very real racial disparity within our healthcare system and the struggle for black women to be heard when experiencing health related issues, especially around childbirth. Race has an astounding impact on the birthing experience in our medical system. African-American women are about four times more likely to die for birth-related causes than white women. Regardless of education or income level, black women are still receiving subpar medical treatment than those of women of any other race in America. It is likened to that of developing countries. Let me restate that. Black women in America, regardless of income, education, upward mobility, receive medical treatment during childbirth that is equivalent to that of developing nations. I think about my sister's experiences following childbirth with both of my nieces. After giving birth to my oldest niece, my sister developed a blood clot that traveled to her lungs and was in intensive care to shrink the clot. This was after being released from the hospital and literally crying in a ball in her bed, unable to care for her newborn as the clot traveled and nestled into her lung. She developed another clot after giving birth to my youngest niece and thankfully was kept in the hospital when they noticed her leg beginning to swell and was warm to the touch, which were telltale signs of clotting. She nearly died after her first child. No care was given to her at the hospital where she was already symptomatic of an embolism. This is what American healthcare system looks like for a black woman at childbirth. Her story isn't unique as it is the story of many black women. We need more attention paid to the disparity in medicine for black women in America seeking help. We need doctors and nurses and other medical professionals to hear us when we speak about issues we're experiencing and to act on them. We need to be treated as fully human beings. We need to be heard. We need to be seen. We need to be taken care of just like everyone else. Living in a country with one of the best healthcare systems in the world, we shouldn't see any of our metrics aligning with that of developing nations. Everyone here who seeks medical help should get equally good care from those in the medical community. This is something near and dear to my heart, and I am so glad that we are starting to get some light shed on it, thanks to Serena and Beyonce, who both experienced what many without the prestige, money, and voices are experiencing, and were open to telling their stories. I hope we get to hear more women who have went through this tell their stories, and we can shake the table and make some change. The Beyonce write-up in Vogue is full of nuggets that can start conversations around many different topics. It's an amazing read that I implore you to check out, and I'll link it in the show notes so you can read it. But honestly, go buy the September issue of Vogue. There is nothing like seeing the beautiful images and words in print. 
Speaking of magazines, September issues, shout out to all the magazines who are featuring black women on the cover of their September issue this year. Listen, the September issue of a magazine is the issue of the year. It sets the tone for the season. To have black women front and center is crazy cool. Now, we'll note Essence Magazine stated it best on Twitter. They've been featuring black women on their covers since 1970. The others are just now catching up. But some beautiful faces that you may see on the newsstands today are Rihanna, Tracy Ellis Ross, Lupita Nyong'o, Yara Shahidi, Issa Rae, and so many more. So make sure you go pick up some magazines, check them out and support those September issues that are featuring those black women to let them know that black women on covers sell too. Speaking of Issa, Insecure comes back this Sunday, August 12th. I'm excited to see where they take the storyline. Her and Lawrence are fully over. Jay Ellis isn't even in the season. So can't wait to see where the storyline goes next and what kind of shenanigans Issa, Molly, and the crew are up to this time around. I hear there's talk of toxic masculinity masculinity being centered in this season, but we shall see. I'm intrigued by how she will approach this topic. Segment two, self-care. So obviously I've been naughty in that I've not been recording lately. Last I was here, I took you guys through my 22-day reset, which also resulted in me taking a bit of a break altogether to get myself back on track. Oh, I also did a bit of traveling in that time as well over weekends. I had a moment, though, about a few days ago that resulted in me being in a bit of a weird space. Really couldn't explain where it was coming from. I thought about my desire to get a therapist, which I still have. Because seriously, we all could use someone to talk to that can help us through things, see things clearly. Anyway, I realized I hadn't written in the journal in a couple of weeks. And writing and journaling helps me tremendously when it comes to processing things and seeing what I wouldn't otherwise see. So I broke out my journal and I started to write what I was feeling, what I was experiencing in hope of seeing where this off feeling was coming from. I felt a bit better afterwards, but still was missing something. I ended up talking to a friend that following evening when he said something to me that clicked what it was inside of me that was off. Basically, what he said to me made me realize that I wasn't fully showing up when I'm talking to him. I wasn't fully showing up as Sheena. I was shrinking. So he didn't know me fully. A lot of people aren't experiencing me fully because I would shrink a bit to make them comfortable in my presence. I can have a bold, fun personality while still being very serious about my business and focus on making things happening happen. It was that moment that gave me the clarity I needed to completely pull myself out of that weird space. Then things started to fall in place. I had saw a post on Instagram that actually was a Twitter screenshot that same day that said, quote, stop shrinking yourself because you're afraid to be uncomfortable. Speak up. Let your gifts shine. Move out, move out of your own way. End quote. That was a post made by Chastity Cooper. That's what I needed to hear. So I screenshot it and have it now saved in my phone as a reminder. Then Bishop T.D. Jakes posted, quote, stop apologizing for how God has blessed you. End quote. And that was it. Not only was I shrinking so as to not make people uncomfortable in my presence, I also was minimizing what I had in the process. No good, people. 
Now, this obviously isn't always the case, but I do do it periodically and it isn't cool. It's stifling me in a way that I just don't like. I was still missing parts of myself and not allowing those parts to shine because I didn't want to disrupt someone else's comfort. In realizing all of that, I came to the conclusion that I will always show up fully, no matter what or who the audience. I have to be me because it's good for me and my own self-care, and it is a gift to those I'm in contact with. When we show up fully, there are parts of us that can be impactful for the lives of those we are socializing with. It's a good thing. Even when I thought I was doing this, I was not. Not fully. I have a love for a glam look, yet I was shrinking into something more accessible. I have a big personality, yet I was shrinking to something more digestible. I have great ideas and thoughts, yet was keeping those under wraps so as not to come across as aggressive or too ambitious. No more. Allow me to reintroduce myself. With that being said, I want to help all of you and ensure you're not shrinking either especially the ladies who are listening. We often have a way of shrinking to fit stereotypes and social norms. Our voices are muted when they need to be amplified. Our moves are stifled when they should be flowing like water. Our ideas are tamped down when they should be exalted. We have to show up and be unapologetic about it. So let's go through the process to do this. This one will be short and sweet because it really means just finding what it means to be comfortably fully you. Let's get down to it. First thing first, we need to be honest with ourselves. Are you showing up or are you shrinking? Thinking about the last three interactions you've had with people at work, social life, at home, wherever, were you fully yourself or did you shrink in the conversations? Were you holding parts of yourself back so that the person you're with wouldn't be uncomfortable? Did you choose to not say something thoughtful that was on your mind when you should have? Now, this doesn't mean saying things that are mean or hurtful that's not what we're doing here we're not attacking or hurting others for our own pleasure do not do this kindness is easy so please show it this means did you not share an idea you had a thought you had gotta think back to determine if shrinking or showing up is what you're what you've been doing All right, now that we've determined that, second thing we have to do is choose you. Yes, choose yourself. Choose to be fully you. Determine what that looks like. Where have you been shrinking? What is it that you choose not to show the world that is absolutely amazing about you? Stop hiding it. Be you. Be fully you. Show up and let the world know who you are. The burden that will be lifted will make you feel so much better. The ease, the flow, the joy show up. Finally, the third thing you need to do is make sure you sustain this. We all fall off and find ourselves beginning to shrink again. Sustaining it is key. The heaviness and burden will come back otherwise. People will miss out on you. You will miss out on you and opportunities. Do whatever you need to do to keep yourself in check, ensuring that you continue to fully show up. I recommend continue to write and journal. Hold yourself accountable. That's that A word. When you have those shrinking moments, call it out 
on yourself in your journal. Own it and then turn it around. Make sure you hold yourself accountable until it becomes second nature to just always be you. The most amazing people are also the most authentic. They learned to be themselves and and be just fine with it. And that's what has helped them gain the success they want. People like authentic people. People vibe with authentic people. People are drawn to authentic people. So let that be your reminder to hold on and sustain it. No shrinking. Just be you. You don't have to apologize for who you are. You don't have to fit into anyone's box. You can be you and still be kind, loving, and brilliant. You were made with gifts and talents. When you shrink, you miss out on sharing them with the world. So show up fully and let the world enjoy and embrace the greatness that is you. Segment three. Black excellence. For this episode, I'm going to go with the queen of media and spotlight, Oprah Winfrey. She is truly the epitome of black excellence. She is a true rags to riches legend who can teach all of us about what it means to make connections, work hard, and build an empire. Oprah Winfrey was born into extreme poverty in Mississippi. Living with her grandmother, she had dreams of something bigger for herself outside of having an outhouse and hanging clothes on the clothesline. She knew that something greater was out there and she had to have it. Winfrey went on to attend HBCU, Tennessee State University by scholarship and followed that up with her career in media. Starting out on the local news circuit, Winfrey's personality and drive opened up doors for her that others couldn't have imagined for a brown-skinned black woman with natural hair at the time. From Nashville, Baltimore, then Chicago, Winfrey was making moves in the local news scene, resulting in a new door opening up for her. Hosting AM Chicago and moving it from last place to rival Donna Uh, rival Donahue in first place, Oprah was fast becoming a household name and people were beginning to notice. From there, she was able to start her own talk show, The Oprah Winfrey Show, which she helmed for 25 years before retiring the show as the number one talk show in the country. A brand was launched and Oprah has been unstoppable ever since. From movies to TV and launching her own network, Oprah showed the rest of us that anything is possible as long as you're open to making it happen in your life with hard work, positive thinking, and being yourself. Now, a multi-billionaire in her 60s, some can say she's just getting started. Well, beautiful people, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I hope that it has helped awaken something inside of you that moves you to show up fully. From Beyonce's Vogue write-up, so much can be gleaned. From helping others when you walk through a new door, so more of us can are there to body positivity and equal medical care. It was a powerful narrative that we can talk about for weeks and months to come. In self-care, I dove into the idea of shrinking and what it means to break out of that to show up fully as yourself. It's so important to do that. I first had an encounter with the thought of shrinking when reading Marshawn Evan Daniels' book, Believe Bigger. In there, she tells a story about shrinking that has resonated with me ever since. Check it out to learn more. When we show up fully, 
may show the world who we are and can better share our gifts and talents. So stop shrinking. I know I will. Finally, I spotlighted Oprah for the Black Excellence segment because surely she's the queen of media and how could I not? If you haven't already, make sure you like the Beautifully Complicated podcast page on Facebook, link in the show notes. Follow me, Sheena, your host on Instagram and Twitter at Sheena D1, S-H-E-E-N-A, the letter D, and the number one. Like the show, rate, subscribe, and share with family and friends. Make sure you continue the conversation from the show on our page or with those around you. I look forward to hearing from you. Stay connected, stay fabulous, and always remember the best life is beautifully complicated. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.